Desire to Inspire. It's your mama's favorite podcast. What's up, man? What's up, baby? I was like, you just mute yourself <laughs> as we're coming in. <laughs> Had it Come muted, on, man. How we doing? How we living? How we feeling? Oh, dude, I'm excited. Big week. Big week ahead. I'm very pumped, bro. Very pumped. The conversations that we're having in the group chat and just like side conversations. Very excited to um, embark on this week. Uh, so that I'm we saying big together. week ahead, but like everyone is as they're hearing this, we're we're there. We're in the thick of it. So yep. we're we're at least gearing up. Or if you're a day late to the party, we're we're probably out there dying right now. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm even pissed though. We haven't got the course yet. I keep looking at my email. I keep trying to look it up. It's not there. I'm thinking they're going to load it tomorrow at some point. Start the week off. Be like, I'm here it is. I want to see it. I do too. But I, I again, I think I'm going to stay. Uh, excuse me, to my word, and not look up anything about this until uh, the day of, and just kind of go through this um, obstacle and these challenges with a blind eye. I more so just want to know, like. That- I kind of have a good idea of the obstacles that there's going to be. Like, I think there's probably some that are just always in there. Mm-hmm. I just want to kind of know like where, what the course looks like. So I know like where I need to make sure like I have fuel. Yeah. That's basically all I really want to make sure of. Cause I don't know like how it's going to be like in terms of like what, like I know Stations like what to expect at, like a marathon or something like that, but this is completely different. Like, you're not just going to be running by grabbing stuff. But also, I think it's going to be kind of more laid back. I was looking. It says we have to be there 90 minutes before our start time. But mm-hmm. they open as early as 6.30. So really, I think we can get there a little bit earlier. Do whatever we got to do. And then we'll be able to kind of like gauge it out. But they release 250 people, I guess, every 15 minutes. Okay. So like, oh. it's not going to be too crazy, I don't think. And I, you know, I'm not going to speak too soon. Because I don't know how everyone... I don't. I feel very good. I feel good. I feel ready to go. I feel confident about it. But talking to other people in this group, they are nobody's stressed. confident. <laughs> I don't have any like doubts, like that we're gonna finish. And like, there's maybe a couple obstacles, and I'm like, mm, that could be a challenge. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely gonna be challenging. But like, I think with our group, we'll be able to transition people's mindsets when they want to give up at different points because. Oh, I was telling I, if they want to give up, bro, oh, it's not happening. Not it's not. <laughs> no. Who's ever in the before picture before we take off on that starting line is going to be in the after picture of when we finish the fucking race. Is there any, have you like, I'm sure like you've seen like, as it's been going on, like different posts from Spartan or whatever. Is there any obstacles like that? You're like, that's going to be the one that's going to give me trouble. You want to know something completely honest? You haven't seen anything? Haven't seen shit, bro. Matt would Dude, send I don't links. Know. Tone would send links. I would see stuff. They just on been popping media. up on mine. Really? On Instagram, on TikTok, like Spartan specific things will just oh, start yeah. popping up in my feed. I'm not getting none of that. Hmm. Now I will because we're talking about it. But yeah, I haven't seen yeah. none of it. So I've gotten I mean, a lot. I might dive into a little bit this week just to see what it's going to be about. But um, it's like people like tell you like they'll give like tips of like how to do it, like what's going to qualify like as a like a penalty because like. On like the walls, like the climbing ones, like there's certain things you have to do. Like you have to start your feet on a certain peg, even if you can reach a different one, because like you have to go through the whole thing. And so if you don't, even if you complete an obstacle, but you get a penalty, it's burpees there too. Damn. So it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I was talking to somebody who was golfing yesterday and um, they did the, what are we doing? The 21K? So he Mm -hmm. did the 10K one that they have. 
And um, he said that it overall wasn't like that bad. He was like, yes, it was challenging. Yes, it was strenuous on the body. He was like, but if you're in decent shape, like you'll be fine getting through that's it. That's how I feel. So and that's what Alex was saying too when we had him on. He was like, uh, he said he finished the 10K like the same amount of time as a 5K basically. Yeah. The guy, the guy also, or my buddy was also telling me he was like, it's not like a half marathon at all where you're just right. constantly doing something. He was like, there's breaks in between because you're waiting. So all this stuff that we've talked about, he like reaffirmed that like, um, that is the process. Like you're not just out there gunning through this a uh, million miles an hour. Like there are mm-hmm. stops, there are breaks because of the backup of other people. Um, but he was like, it, it's fucking hard. Like you guys will be challenged. And I was like, oh, I bet. He's like, I think you're crazy for doing uh, the beast right off the bat. He was like, but more power to you. It's like, it's the only way to do it. That's we know why we can do the 10. <laughs> did, that's exactly when Justin asked that in the group. I was like, dude, none of us have any doubts about a 10K. But like mm-hmm. this one, you're already all in your heads about a 21K. Like being able to like actually complete it. I think that's going to be like a big thing for a lot of the guys. Like, yeah. To actually be like, whoa. Yep. I, I told Matt when we were shit. golfing because he was golfing and we were talking to our buddy about it. And um, he was like, I'm just excited about it. He's like, uh, I'm nervous. That's about excited? It. Yeah, he said he was. He said he's nervous about X, Y, and Z areas. But um, he did tell me, he was like, and if you guys, if I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it no more. And you guys try and like push me through it. He's like, fuck that. I don't want to hear it. If I'm done, I'm done. And I was like, that ain't, how it fucking wor- yeah, that ain't how it fucking works. You bud. might as well finish because if not, I don't know how you get home. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, he was I only asked about like, go ahead. I was just going to say, he was saying that. I was like, bro, that's not going to be the case. He's like, I I know my limit. I know this. I was like, cool. I was like, and guess what? When my limit's up and you push me through it, that's why we're here. I was like, so if you're having struggles somewhere, we're going to fucking talk shit. So that way you get through it. Yeah. There's, first of all, he's too like competitive anyway. He would, he wouldn't quit. Mm -mm. If he's the only one who drops out, he would fucking hate himself for the rest of the weekend. Like there's We'll just bring up his bench press. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way. I know him. His ego is too big. There's no way he would stop. <laughs> no. But I was asking about like specific things because there's one that I'm nervous about. Okay. Dude, it's a fucking rope climb. Have you ever done a rope climb? Like, like where vertical? you literally just, yeah, dude. I've never done one, no. It looks like it's like 15, 20 feet high. Damn. Like, it just, I went to like the, like our location today. And I was just swiping through like the pictures, like on like where you can buy tickets. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this big fucking beam, like that goes in the X. And there's just ropes all hanging down it. And the dude looked like he was like my height. And he was like at least three of himself up there. So I'm like, that's got to be the 15, 20 feet. Damn. And I have done them previously in the military. Granted, I was not in anywhere near the same physical shape that I am now. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it, bro. It's a struggle. Like, it's so hard. Like, it's so much harder than it looks like. See, I think I could do it now, which is cool. Like, that's what I'm excited for is to see how I do now. And I know, like, techniques of, like, how you're supposed to, like, wrap your feet and stuff. to like, yeah. kind of use it as a step because they did show us that. But I just couldn't do it back then. I was definitely heavier than I am now. Definitely weaker than I am now. So I'm, like, nervous for it. But I'm excited at the same time to see if I can do it. Yeah. my I, The ones that I saw were, like, climbing over the walls and shit like that. For Those some reason. I'm not worried about it at all. See, I think I would be worried more about that than the rope. But my mindset, like, and it's just me as a person or an individual, like, bro, you said that, like, rope thing. I've never even attempted that, but I was like, dude, I'm going to fucking get that. It's not going to be a problem. And I know it's going to be fucking hard. You got to climb even farther. 
I do. Yeah. And I got to no, jump higher like, and I got to all that when we do these obstacles. And like that's – that one, there's no helping. Like there's no trying to help somebody mm-hmm. out with that one. Like that's all on you. I yep. think what's also going to make that one a challenge is where does it fall in the race? Yep. Does it fall like obstacle two or are we talking obstacle 25 <laughs> now where I'm fucking gassed and I have no upper body strength left? Yeah, I guess I would be interested to see this layout because like how far in are we running before these obstacles start? And then after that, what is the uh, cadence for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see like what is like our longest run. And that way like we can like game plan. Okay, like here, like there's going to be places where you can kind of take it easy. I saw like one of the obstacles was like 30 pushups or some shit. Oh, like, okay. Like, easy obstacle. Like, boom. Yeah. Like, so, I think some of the obstacles are going to be like, one of them is just them, like literally going under a wall. Like, I was just going to say that. You just go under the wall and you get out. So, I, yeah. Should be. It's just like what constitutes. There's a spear throw. So, it's like what. I didn't see that. Constitutes, yeah. And everyone's like, you you get one throw, dude. They're like, you better hit the target because if not, like, that's the penalty. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We should have pulled up I, a video and watched it and just talked through it during this. Uh, this mm, that would have been cool. Of like last year's. Yeah. You know what I haven't? Did you get the shirts? Oof. That was fucking terrifying, dude. Guys, I just want you all to know that right now he's getting a shirt because I'm not cutting this out. Could you hear what I said, or is it just in your headphones? You're not cutting this out, as you shouldn't, because we're going to have a live yeah, reveal. Yeah. So it's different. Than no, I mean, showed. like, you going to get the shirt out. I'll, I'll just let oh. everybody know, like, that's what this pause was, oh, if yeah. they're just audio only. It's different than the UFC one that I wanted to show, or that I wanted to, like, replicate, yeah, yeah. Um, because the way our letters are, like, when you angled it like that, and you made mm-hmm. it, like, circular like that, it literally looked, like, cartoonish. And okay. so my aunt had it all designed and I was like, I fucking hate that. I was like, it looks like way too cartoonish. She's like, yeah, it's because of the way your guys' letters are shaped, this and that. The only way we would be able to yeah. mimic the UFCs is if we changed and not actually had the exact logo. So I thought that the logo was more important than the design of it. So I took the concept and made it more boxy than what the UFC one was. So here is the front. It's so weird not having a black shirt for once, bro. I know. And then okay. we got this on the back, so that way we oh, know what yeah. it was for. That's dope. Yep. So they're nice Under Armour nice. shirts. Um, they're lightweight, breathable. They won't like hold water or sweat in. Like it'll just wick I off. I gotta try shit. to figure out what shorts I'm wearing now because what yeah. I was gonna wear definitely does not match that. Yeah, I'm gonna wear black shorts. I dude, the black shorts that I want to wear, I can't find them. I oh. know that I had them in Ohio. No one I was with in Ohio knows where they're at, and I haven't seen them since. You didn't leave them here. No, I know, because I was there before Ohio. Mm. This is like last month, and I don't know where the fuck they're at. Dami, I asked my mom. Time. I asked Dami. I asked Marcus, because I was at his place. I don't know where they're at, man. Somebody's got them, and they're rocking them. But I like it. I'll it's simple. Them. It's easy. The back, it'll remind us what those are for, um, and they're comfy as hell, so I'm excited to have yeah, that. Yeah, that's dope. I was thinking about it today, actually. I was like, he never, like, sent a picture. Like, he never said he got them. I'm like, let's hope that we have them. Because if not, <laughs> I don't know what we're about to do here. Yep, we got them. Our first colored DTI shirt. Yeah. That's not black. Yeah. <laughs> or mm-hmm. apparel. So what is yeah. um 
What are you uh, like during this whole time prepping for the the Spartan race? Is there anything that um, kind of like we talked about in the strong when we did the strong man that you liked or going to keep in your routine that you didn't like or you're going to adjust after this? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to keep a more hybrid approach than I did like when I was bulking mm-hmm. just because I want to build up into a race towards like probably fall winter time. But like for now, I'm just going to kind of just go back into like my old routine of probably lifting four or five days a week and then running two to three. Like, I don't think I'm going to run for time anymore either. Okay. I will say that. I like, I like to like set a distance and hit a distance. Mm -hmm. Cause if I feel like then I have to push like where I want to, when I want to stop. Well, like if I just go out for an hour and I'm not feeling it, I'll walk some. Oh, okay. Fuck it. I only got to go for an hour anyways. Like, so like I'll slow myself down or like, Purposefully, I do slow myself down some anyways, just because it's the way that running works. Like, you kind of have to at certain times to, like, mm-hmm. get your heart rate to adjust. But I found, like, that an hour, I would be like, all right, you got to hit at least five. And I know, like, I could really hit, like, six and a half, seven. Yeah. So if I tell myself, oh, hey, go out and hit eight, then it's like, whatever. Like, if I run them at 11 or 12 minute pace, who cares? But, like, at least I know I'm hitting what I want to hit rather yeah. than go out for an hour and then just kind of see where I'm at. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited for your, um, well, we really haven't talked about this, but, um, I'm excited to have influences around me that, um, Mm. will motivate me in this running. I just like, I cannot find the fucking spark to do it like at fucking all bro. And I don't know. I think what's going to help is when I'm there, me and tone have already kind of talked about it. We're going to kind of, well, me and you are going to start it, but like tone's obviously going to be involved where it's going to be like a run club type event mm-hmm. where it's like, I, I kind of want to do this anyway. I don't know if it necessarily has to be running every time, but I want to start an in-person event where it's like we pick a day, whether that be a weekday or a weekend, I think weekend would probably be easiest, mm-hmm. but we're like, all right, let's just say we do Saturdays. We're like, yo, every Saturday, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever time we pick, we're going to be at this place for this long, like come through. We'll either do a run. Like we'll let you know in advance, like, it's going to be a run or like some kind of bodyweight workout or we'll just fucking hang out, throw a football around or like something to like be active, but like build community at the same time. Cause yeah. that's what I've been wanting to do out here, but it's a lot harder when it's like just one person. Yeah. Where at least like out there we have enough people where it's like, we've already got four or five guys who will come. And even if they don't all come every week, like me and you plus one or two of them, we can like start to bring more people in. And as yep. it grows, then it's just going to fluctuate. But like, just, I want to build an in-person community, which I know it's something that you've wanted to do too, mm-hmm. like in terms of DTI in general. Yep. So I think us being together, that's going to be a big push. And so me and Tone kind of talked about it. Like we could do a run. I'm like, I'm not saying we're fucking out here running 10 miles either. It's like, yo, let's go run two or three miles and hang out. Like go get brunch yeah. or like go do something like where it's, we're getting physical, we're moving. And then like, let's go hang out and like build like actual relationships with these people. My stomach yep. is growling right now, dude. I said brunch <laughs> and it fucking went crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm excited. I think that there, like you said, the things that are going to be able to elevate or the things that we're going to accomplish have been the things that we've been working up towards or what we're moving towards in the sense of like DTI and what we want out of it. Um, and it's just going to like hold us accountable to keep not only like our actions and our words in line, but it'll help build on like the habits that we have in place because we're both doing amazing things in different states. But now imagine having that force together where we're right around the corner from each other 
and then how we'll be able to build and grow on that in terms of like being out in people's faces more. I was talking or I was listening to um, a guy speak on our my coach call um, this past Friday. And he was just talking about building your network and meeting new people and holding those relationships and all of this stuff. And he is um, partners with the UFC now. He helps athletes, um, musicians, and he keeps them in line with like food, um, like those pre-made meal plans or whatever. I actually knew like the guy in the brand. That's why I was, I couldn't make it obviously. Yeah. And I was, I'm pissed that they don't fucking ever record them. I even asked Brandon about it and he was like, nah, it's like, we want people to be here. So like if we record and people will show up. Yeah. I'm salty. Yeah. It was a really good one. And he kind of put it in perspective because like, we're both really good at talking to people, but it's hard to, I guess, put yourself out there um, all the time. And so like having both of us just mingling and interacting with individuals, um, no matter where we're at, like we could be getting new shoes at one of the run club or one of the run stores here that is like a local one making a connection with them and then utilizing their business to help ours, but yeah. also using ours to help theirs, creating that sense of community and bringing people together to run, to yep. work out, to whatever. Um, and so I think that'll even help us like branch out and partner with uh, direct North Carolina brands. Um, because yeah. I think now it's hard to show a little bit of value because we're not together. So it's like, Hey, me and my, Oh, and he's in Colorado. And it's like, okay, well, why, so it kind of puts all the pieces together so that way we can build upon it and do these next things that we want to, to elevate um, the brand out into the community. So that way it has a presence. I mean, we've talked about it like personally, but I think like even just being able to like sit down for an hour as opposed to getting on a call like this for an hour mm -hmm. and just be able to like spit out ideas and like show kind of like what we're thinking rather than like trying to explain it all the fucking time. It's going to just really help, like just keep pushing creative boundaries and like, We'll be able to really document everything. Like I've really been wanting to get into vlogging. And I kind of told you like I'm going to like step back from my personal channel because like it's it's just too hard to upkeep. Mm -hmm. Or at least like if there's two of us and it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be us all the time. Like it can be like whatever we have going on. So especially if we start getting these in-person events, like this kind of stuff, like it's going to be dope because then everything's just funneling to the same place. Yep. Which not that it's not now, but like it's it is now. But like yeah. it was spread for a while. So I think like, but being able to like create way more content than we've already been doing, it's going to be huge. Yep. Like we always talk, it's like an overall message or picture to put in people's minds, like outside of DTI is we always preach about consistency and making sure that you're always sticking to whatever that picture is that you painted. So we painted that picture last year and we started, like we said, six episodes ago or six months ago episodes where we put all these sticky notes up and we were clearing the land. And now we have a foundation of like what we want to build upon. So we can actually build that sturdy foundation. And he was talking about this in his um, like little speech he gave last Friday is like build the foundation, a strong foundation, one that you care about, one that's true to you, one that's this, 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 and this. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I know we're on the right path. And then he was yeah. like, and then just build on top of that. And now it's sturdy and you're building and building and building. And he's like, and sometimes you'll go back a little bit but you still have that foundation that you can keep building upon. He's like, I fucked right. up many times. I've learned many things. He was like, but because of those failures, because of those mistakes is why I am where I am right now. And I think that's what we're going to start getting into that avenue of things of that nature. And he was talking, he was like, it don't matter the follower count. He's like, everybody gets caught up on that because they think you need that for a status symbol or this or that. He was like 90% of the people that have multi-million followers are making less, if not 
um, the same as people that have a strong following of two to 5,000 people, five to 10,000 yep. people. And he was like, so don't let the status quo of success get in your guys's way that is depicted or the narrative on social media. He's like, that's not what it is. He was like, use your social media to boost your business. He was like, but in real life, build that network, build that strong thing. He was like, because guess what? Those people that have a million followers or more, he was like, they're not actually connected to people. He's like, who are they going to go to to expand in real life? He's like, that's just a numeric number of people that are viewing their stuff, people that are seeing it. He was like, when you have a foundation of a network outside of social media, he's like, just like they did back in the day, that's what matters. You can connect with those people. He was like, reach out to those people. Don't ever ask them for anything. Check in on them. See how they're doing because you care. He's like, only do it if you care. He's like, but the second that you stop trying to always sell and build those relationships, you're going to see a drastic change in your business because people are going to see who you truly are, know that you want to help them and they'll want to help you. And he said that one of his biggest deals, he didn't talk to this guy about business at all for like five or six years. And he was like, all I did was check in on him. We would talk back and forth, this and that. He was like, and next thing you know, um, like six years later, he was one of my biggest clients. He was like, hey, let's get this started. He's like, that's how I got him with the UFC too. I just sat with Dana White not long ago. He's like, never asked for the people in UFC to do anything. But because I was working with Stipe and these other fighters, he was like, they brought me in. And then UFC let me set up a table that people thought I was paying tens of thousands of dollars for. He was like, I wasn't. He was like, I just formed relationships. They brought me in. And next thing you know, now I'm partnering with the UFC. And he was like, so just stay true to your brand and your message and don't fabricate it to seem glamorous or what it isn't on social media to attract people. He's like, because when you when you set that foundation and you start building sturdy, sturdy, sturdy things, he was like, it all comes together and it comes full circle, which Hell yeah. reiterates what I think we talk about a lot. Um, but again, I think it can get overlooked um, just from a grind sense or a everyday, like constant movement sense. And so it was cool to hear him talk about his story and his journey because he's built five businesses that he sold off. And now he's got this one um, that just reiterates that like authenticity and consistency will kill anything in its way. I mean, that's really all it comes down to. And I think like that's something that we do very well is like, we don't really ever try to sell. Like, Mm-mm. And it, like we actually have sales backgrounds. Like we're very like talkative, outgoing people, but like we never try to sell anyone on anything. And what I actually want to do is like just form relationships with people. Like yep. especially like so many people that we are like do have this network with are all in the same lane as us. Like we're all coaches or we're all building a community or we're all doing something like this, trying to help better each other. And we say it all the time, but it's just not being competitive. Like having an abundance mindset will literally change the game. Like, there's enough people out there for everybody to succeed. Like there's not like this limited pool of people who want to get better or need to get better. Mm-hmm. So as long as like you can just keep being who you are and like showcasing what you care about and like our whole purpose and passion behind this, people are going to see that it's going to resonate and then they're going to be bought in completely. And we already see it like on a small scale with like people who are hundred percent bought into everything we do. Mm-hmm. Like, literally support every single thing we do. And like, that's the coolest part for me is like seeing somebody who it's like shamelessly reps DTI dude, all the fucking time, hoodie bottle, like whatever it is, like likes everything. Like the, I wouldn't, I'll take five of them over 500 of them any fucking day. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Have you, uh, did you watch Kevin Hart on impulsive? Mm-hmm. So one thing that I thought was powerful is that, um, Logan asked Kevin Hart, he was like, being 
the, the tequila person, thing. Yeah, being like the person that you are, being so close with the Rock. Why did you decide to go in on the tequila business when he already pretty much had it covered? He had it taken over. And um, Kevin Hart got into it. He's like, because who cares? He's like, there's a person for everything. I saw a gap in the industry in my way. He was like, I knew I could connect with people in my way, this and that. He was like, but that doesn't mean I'm discrediting his. He was like, there's enough room for all of us to eat. And Logan Paul was like, so I can put my prime bottle on the table where Kevin Hart had two of his C4s on the table. And he was like, I don't care. I don't care. And Logan's like, so I can put it on. He's like, I don't care. Put it on. You just you need to succeed just as much as I do. We're in different parts of the business. This, that, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Everybody deserves the success. Everybody deserves to have the chance. So if you're doing what you're doing, that's great. If we're in the same market, that's great. Because guess what? We're attracting different people. They're coming to us for different things. And it doesn't matter. There's enough to go around for everyone. I and thought it was so crazy I, that he asked on his own show. Yeah. <laughs> he asked if he could place his own product on his own show. I was like, no fucking way, dude. Yep. It just shows you the power and ranking that people have. But it's cool because I, I do truly feel like Kevin Hart is one of the most authentic, famous people there is um, in the sense of just like life itself and like what it takes to get where he was at and like his story and journey. And so I really value like watching his content. I've read every single one of his books. Um, and I always, always, always take something away from him. And sometimes it's just like, the constant attitude towards other people or like the conversations and just laughing and smiling. Even if you don't want to fucking laugh and smile, like you'll get through the hard days. If you keep fucking working, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He's like, but I, I do it because I know it's making me better and it's going to get me to the next step. And so just having that mindset. And I think it comes back to what we preach all the time is the habits. I mean, if you have habits, just like you talked about um, during the hard times, when those roadblocks come up, you will be able to get over them. And it'll be a lot easier than it would have been if you would have been sitting on the couch the last year, not doing anything, treating your body wrong, putting things in your mind that shouldn't be in there, whether that's uh, content on social media, the music you listen to, the shows you watch on TV, like all of that stuff plays such an influential role in our lives that we have to remember that sometimes we need to take a step back from that stuff. And even if we enjoy certain things or watching certain things, like maybe that's not what our, our mind needs for then. And we need to like step back. For instance, me cutting music out of my workouts. I listen to podcasts because now I get the motivation of like at 5 a.m. when I'm there, the first thing I would listen to isn't kill this person and fuck that bitch and get this money. Like now I listen to stuff that actually matters and it's making me more motivated. It's the mindset podcast. It's the hustle daily. It's all of these things that are providing me information. That's like, all right, cool. Yep. That's why I'm doing this. All right, cool. That's what I can work on next year. Okay. I'm going to check into this. Um, and I think that that juice that we put into ourselves every day sometimes has to change. So that way we can take a few steps forward before we keep going backwards. Yeah, I definitely don't listen to podcasts every workout. There are certain workouts where I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to one today. But I I can't tell you the last time I listened to music, music bro. Out. I can't cut out music. I like it too much. <laughs> I like, like I, I don't Matt in the car. I was like, bro, I don't I don't hardly listen to music no more. Like today I listen to music and that was probably the first time in like a long time that I listen to music. Like that's something I will never be able to cut out, but I'm like so. super passionate about music. Like yeah. I like, am like very involved, like in the culture of music. And like, I keep up on news with music. I keep up on like all this shit. Mm -hmm. So like, it's just something like that. I feel like I have a different relationship with. Yeah. And I would agree. I, yeah. It's just something I don't think I could ever cut out completely. <laughs>
I didn't think I would be like, if you would asked me two years ago, I would have been like, fuck that. I need it. And all of a sudden just started having the mindset changes and shifts. And then I started listening to those and I'm like, all right, cool. Still getting a great They're workout. Like, it's not better. Sometimes like I get overloaded with podcasts where it's like, I'll, try, I'll start to listen to one. And I'm like, it doesn't matter how powerful, like something that they say in here is I'm not in a place to receive it. Mm. So I'm just going to shut it off and come back when I am because I have all the ones that I listen to are very, well, I listen to like comedy ones as well, but I watch those. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to count those, but like the motivational, like inspirational ones, like all of them that I watch, there's at least one good takeaway from every episode. And so like, yeah. if I'm not in a space though, to receive it, I'm like, this isn't going to do anything for me. I'm actually just wasting my time. So like, let me yeah. just shut it off, come back to it. Like when I'm in a better place to process it. And that's just kind of how I do it. But I have been like, listen, like the one you sent me the other day, I listened to it at the gym. I've had, I actually always listen to him in the, in the sauna. If I, if I have mm-hmm. headphones in, I'm listening to a podcast. So that's so. actually, I, I want to ask you, have you tried to do the sauna without any music or any um, podcast or anything like that? Cause I remember yeah, I do s- it probably like 50% of the time. Okay. Cause wasn't there a point where you were like, there's no way I could sit in there without music or something like that. I've done it. I I've done it like in the past, but not never like a hundred percent of the time. Okay. I just started doing it with the um, cryo jumping in the chamber, bro. That takes some serious mental power. How long are you in there? Um, I just graduated to the extreme for three minutes and 30 seconds. Mm. So when you do it next week, um, I'm going to have you do pro for 330. Yep. Okay. I mean, I don't know the difference. I've never done them. So, yeah. But I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah, I'm excited. Everybody's going to start rolling in on Thursday. We're going to do a little dinner together um, just to kind of give people a little breakdown. Of I'm probably the last one like getting in, honestly. Yeah, I think so. I get in at like um, seven or something like that. Yep. So once Dylan gets in, we'll get him from the airport. Then we'll go and we'll uh, get a little late dinner um, when he's here. And then we're all going to go to bed, wake up early. We're going to go to maybe get like a little workout in, nothing like strenuous or anything like that, but just to loosen the body, get the the day started right. And then we're going to grab some coffee. Um, after we do that, we're going to head over to cryo. We're going to do the infrared sauna, cryotherapy, and then the leg compressions. So we'll be there for about mm, probably like an hour, hour and a half, just because there's quite a few of us going. Um, but I got all that booked. And so after that, we are going to go on a little hike um, at some mountain or some. I was about to say, do you have a location yet? Yeah, I got a couple in mind. I don't know which one I'm going to dial it down to yet. Um, but again, it won't be anything too strenuous just so that way yeah. we're all ready for, for Saturday. But want to make sure that we can get out in nature, soak in some of God's medicine. So we're going to do a hike. After that hike, we're going to do lunch. And then I would imagine that me, Dylan, um, and two others are going to drive out. Probably after that lunch, we can check into our Airbnb around three. Um, and it's about three hours away. So we'll go there, get everything settled, see the area, um, scope out a place that we could get dinner when everybody else comes out when they get off of work. Uh, we'll all be together in the Airbnb on Friday. And then race day, Spartan race um, in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh, our race time is at 10 15. So we'll probably get up honestly, probably like early six, six thirty. I would imagine Yeah. get some breakfast in us, make sure everybody's moving, gets the, uh, morning, you know, what out, um, gets a little caffeine, whatever they need to. Um, and then we'll go over to the race. And after that, we'll head back. My goal is to finish the race no later than four o'clock. I think that is a very gracious time period. Um, my goal is three. Cool. 
I, I will take that too. Um, but very gracious time period that I think is extremely realistic for us to hit. Um, and that is with all of us crossing the finish line, nobody getting yep. out. So um, after that, we'll head back towards uh, North Carolina, oh. Charlotte, and then um, we'll probably go out, celebrate a little bit, have some fun. And then thank God I get to shoot you all the way the day after that. Now, Justin, Justin, do it till Monday. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I leave kind of early on Sunday, though. I think my flight's at 11 something, so I'll be up and at them. There we go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This will be um, the first, like, well, obviously the first DTI event, but the first thing this year. When was the Strongman? It was in like February. Okay, so the second thing this year that's kind of like a little community thing or something that we put mm-hmm. together that like challenges us outside of our comfort zone. So I'm excited to finish this and then see what's to come um, since there's going to be a uh, logistics change in the friend line. So I'm excited to yeah. see what's going to be after this Spartan race. I'm, uh, I potentially already know what mine is. Mm, care to share? If this vacation with my brother doesn't happen in October, because it was going to be at the end of October, I'm probably going to run the marathon with Tone. Ah. It was like I would be I would be getting home the day of the marathon or like the day before the marathon. I'm like, if we go, we're going to Disney. And like I'm not trying to walk Disney with my brother's family for six days and then go try to run fucking twenty six miles because yep. I know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so like I it's up in the air right now. Like it's not set in stone or anything. So if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna do that marathon. Okay. So like, I think it's November second or something like that. All right. All right. I like that. Yeah. Oh, we will see. So There's got to be like, something in between that because that's way too big of a gap. We'll, well figure I mean, something out. It's a four-month training block. You could probably run that today to be completely Actually, right. it's probably not a four-month because I'm already like trained up to a half. Yeah. But my goal is to maintain for the month following this just because I have, a lot, I have that wedding at the end of June. early. So I have someone coming out at the end of this month. Then end of June is the wedding. The next week, I got more people coming out, and then the next week, I move. So it's like I just want to – my goal is to maintain through July, like when I move, and then July mm-hmm. to whatever, like start building back towards that. Cool. I like it. So it's going to take a couple months. and I'm, I can't say coast because I'm going to Puerto Rico, so I'm trying to cut a little bit more. Yeah. Tone it up, lean it out, but like I'm just at least – I'm staying flexible. I want to enjoy like my last couple months here. Mm-hmm. I want to go out. That, I mean that's my whole thing anyways. I don't ever want to be like this guy who's like, you got to do this. You got to do that. You, yeah. I'm all about going out and having a good time, having some drinks, eating whatever you want every once in a while. So I got, that's really what I want to do once I move is like paint this picture of sustainability and like really show what it looks like. Because mm-hmm. I think that that can also get lost with what we talk about is we preach it all the time. Like this needs to be lifelong. Like you need to be able to do this forever. Like here's some habits to put in place. But at the same time, like, you can go off script every once in a while and enjoy yourself. And like, I want to really show that showcase that side of things too. Yeah. So it's excited yep. to pull it all together. And that's what I'm most excited about because bro, I think we may have, and I keep referencing other podcasts because I want to like ingrain in people that like what we preach is like what we believe. Like this isn't just a yeah. one thing and then it's out of our mind, but like corporate world, I told you I will never be back in corporate America. Like, it, it blows my mind. And so I'm going to relate corporate America to social media. It blows my mind that everybody walks through those doors 
and they're like, oh, good to see you. Good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, let me button this up. Oh, so-and-so is here. I got to start working. Oh, I got to go and do this because they said it. Oh my God, I got a deadline. All of this stuff that is so fake and so out of character for who the fuck you are the second you walk out of that door. The same Mm -hmm. thing is for social media. It's that when the camera's on, oh, I'm this person, blah, blah, blah. I live this life. I do these things. Oh yeah, yeah. Good to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Then the second that camera's off, you're a completely different fucking person. And so I'm not going to sit here and preach or we're not going to sit here and preach that, look, you can't do this. You can't go out and drink. You can't have a fried chicken sandwich sometimes. You can't have pizza sometimes. You got to eat clean. You got to do all these things. Blah, blah. No, because that stuff is not, and it relates back to the beginning of this podcast, it's not authentic. And if you do that consistent, consistently, it'll resort to the bad um, habits, the bad things in place. So you'll get fat. Your mind will go crazy. You're, you'll have all these setbacks. But if you do them occasionally and you filter those into the habits, then you will be fine. And so what I like about us and what we preach is that on this is the same thing of what we are out there. The same thing. We're not hiding anything. We tell people what we do and we let them know like, yes, like there's sometimes we have to dial it back in as well. That is a part of life. Because guess what? When you start eating that certain thing or you start drinking that certain thing, start tasting better. So now you're like, fuck, I kind of crave that again. And so now you don't have it just this week. You have it the following week. And you're like, fuck, like my thing right now is hot Cheetos. I can't stop eating fucking hot Cheetos. They're not good for you. <laughs> and so I, for the third week in a row, I caught myself buying a bag of uh, hot Cheetos. I just bought a bag before this podcast. I know they're <laughs> not good. Like, And so when you are so in tune with life and like what's going on and trying to stay on top of things to always be better, to always have these good habits, you have the setback and you put yourself in check. You're like, okay, now I need to stop. I've done it too long. Let me continue like moving forward. And so it's been so fun to help other people in the inspired, just tweak their life a little bit and then Mm -hmm. talk to them be like, Hey, how are things going? Going good. It doesn't seem too hard. No, it doesn't seem too hard. Okay, I'm going to substitute it with this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do make these changes. And guess what? Now, when we set one habit in place of doing something, say just walking more, then the next week, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start this and I'm going to try this. I'm going to start this and try this. And you put all of these things that are bettering you in your situation now. And again, it's not changing something so that way you see results in three months. Yes, you want to see change, but it's not physically how am I feeling? Now we're asking the questions of how are you sleeping? How do you feel energy-wise throughout the day? Are you crashing midday? Are you noticing that you don't have as much brain fog? Are you noticing, are you noticing, and it's like, no, like this is improving. Now I want to do this. Now I want to try this. Guess what? We went and did this this weekend and all of those things are compounding. And it's like, now you look back and it's 15 pounds gone. Or you look back and it's like, oh, I stopped doing all these things. I've lost five pounds. Like whatever it is, they're small wins that equal big success. And the longer you do those and the longer you have those in place, when you do fall off track again, you'll realize how you're feeling. You'll want to crash midday. You can't sleep. Your brain fog, all of this stuff. And it's like, okay, let me dial it back in. We'll get to it. I know what I need to do. I know what I was doing. And then you just keep building upon and upon and upon that to see the overall change that you want, not only through the days and the weeks and the months, but through the years that are to come. Yep. Simple. It's very simple. You just got to want it, basically. It's all yep. it comes down to. You got to want it, and you got to want to challenge yourself a little bit, too, because you can't do everything that's fucking easy or nothing's going to change. And you can't just make these little changes that, okay, yeah, I will substitute this because I'm doing these other seven things bad. Like, you have to want the change. You have to want to feel better. You have to want a better life for yourself. And you never, you can't want to be stagnant. 
And so that staying in the same job and being miserable or that staying in the relationship that you're in and being miserable, like if you're not fucking happy or if you don't feel right about something in your life, make the effort to change that. And even if it's little things, that little thing will compound and then the end result will happen. So like somebody uh, texted us today, have faith, uh, get your finances right, get your eating right, get your energy right. And everything else is just going to keep compounding on each other. So that way you can go out there and obtain those goals that you have for yourself. Hmm. I uh, didn't mark any clips in here, which means that now I have to listen to this entire podcast to find what I want to clip out. I was hoping that you would just stay there and be quiet. So that way we could have an awkward moment of just looking at each other. <laughs> now nah, we already had a little moment of silence earlier when you went to get that shirt. So I don't want to, I don't want to hit the audio people with a couple of long silences. <laughs> cool. Well, you guys know the deal. Have the desire to inspire, always live the life that you want to live, create the habits that, fit your lifestyle so that way you don't ever stop moving forward towards what you want out of life and remember that any bad situation you can any bad situation that you are in right now can be turned around through those habits so change those change your mindset and no matter what be consistent with what you're doing and the results will come we love you tell your mom hi give her a kiss on the forehead kiss on. peace